Welcome to Hero's Journey Physio Fitness. Our mission is to empower, inspire, and mentor people to reclaim their health and become self-reliant in their fitness. I'm your host, Dr. Cameron Hogue. Join with me as my co-host, Annabelle Rios. All right, we are going live in three, two, one. Man, it's been a while since I've heard you say it. I'm not going to lie. I got a little nervous there. You're like, what do I even say? I was counting down with my fingers. Animal. Is it one, two, three, or is it three, two, one? Animal has that booming voice. He scares some people when we first count down the podcast. <laughs> Get your mind and body ready, guys. <laughs> well, welcome, everybody. Animal cracks me up. We crack each other up. Um, Good times here. So one thing that we had mentioned last episode was, you know, if you guys were needing help to message us to see if you wanted to become one of our clients, we could coach you. What we didn't actually say was that it is online coaching. So mm-hmm. it's, we're not saying in person where you'd have to be physically in the area with us. So I know we are in, you know, the Tennessee, Georgia area. Um, so you might be in New York or somewhere else. Um, we could still coach you. So mm-hmm. I, I, we didn't make that clear last episode. So we wanted to make that clear. You can always send us a DM on social media uh, and we can uh, work something out. Um, and like we always say, like the podcast, subscribe. Subscribe. Five star rating. Five star. Five star. Nothing less. <laughs> uh, it, helps the al- it helps the algorithm. So it helps other people just like you find us. Um, guys, we got, a, we got a good one today too. So we talked last time about how to lose your first 10 pounds. Mm. What happens after that? This is beyond the first 10. Beyond the first 10. We want to mention some key episodes that we really think you should reference. Yeah. Because we're building on that, right? So mm-hmm. we may not, you may say, well, you don't really get into the details of X or Y. Well, it's because we want to keep repeating ourselves. So check out episode eight, the three, four path. We love that episode. It doesn't get, it Dang, hasn't been getting a lot of love. We love that. It doesn't. It's okay. All right. How to manage stress. Okay. I think that's important Absolutely. for long-term success. Yeah. And then the other one is how to maintain weight loss for life. Okay. Those are some they're, bangers. They're, they're bangers. <laughs> every All time right. we, every time we end an episode, Animal goes, banger. I, I like, damn, this episode's going to be a freaking banger. <laughs> so you see that about all of them? Because they're all great. <laughs> so, all right. So, so start us off. So we call it the threefold path there after you set a goal and you meet the goal, there's really three paths you can take. You can set a new goal. You can change directions. Uh, and that change of direction means like if you were doing uh, running, maybe you're trying biking or, you know, you're just, you're keeping it interesting, fun. You don't have to necessarily be rigid in, in what you're doing or maybe you're changing mm-hmm. your routine, whatever, or you can maintain. Those are three kind of different paths you can take. Mm-hmm. <coughs> We're specifically talking today about setting a new goal. Uh, okay, oh, sorry. <clears throat> I guess maintain meaning for weight loss, you're not gaining or losing your staying. Yeah, like you're maintaining your weight. Maybe you're maintaining your strength. Yeah. You, maybe you're taking, mm-hmm. maintaining your overall fitness, whatever that category might be, or all of it above. Today, we're specifically talking about more weight loss. Yeah, let's say you have more than 10 pounds to lose. You weren't that individual that only had 10 more pounds. You're the person who had 30. over 10, 30, 40, 50, maybe even 100 so this, this is for you. This is for you. Okay. You lost it. Um, it's been a couple months. You're doing great. Um, what we need to do at this point is we need to reset your maintenance. Cause remember you were now you're 10 pounds lighter. So your maintenance was 
2000 calories. Now it might be something different. So what you want to do for this is uh, recalculate what your maintenance would be with your new body weight and your activity level. Now that you might be doing a little bit more exercise or daily habits. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then you want to start tracking your maintenance and you want to eat at this maintenance for, I don't know, one to three weeks, a couple weeks. I'm glad that you said that because that you don't want to constantly point. be at a calorie deficit. It could honestly, you could honestly you might do it for a month. I'm just going to say one to three weeks, maybe a month of eating at this new calorie deficit. Mm -hmm. So you're not losing any weight, but you're also not, you shouldn't be terribly hungry because now you are getting, you're eating a little bit more calories than you were before because you're not at a deficit anymore. And now your body is getting used to this new maintenance and this new set like Ooh. baseline. Man, I love that because not many people talk about that. Some people are like, D you know, 1000 calorie deficit for the next seven months. And then, you know, you lose a bunch of weight, then you crash and then you rebound. I think for me, when I learned this, it was it was pivotal. I was like, what do you mean? I don't have to keep trying to lose the weight until I get to my goal weight. You can actually take a little pause, a little breather per se. Let's say during this time you're maybe you're traveling, you're you're gonna go on maintenance, whatever it might be. And that's okay. That's part of the journey. That is. Um but so after yes. but after that month. You do want to recalculate your new calorie deficit. So, so you have to hit it with some thunder. You right? hit, yeah. So then to continue losing weight, we still got to get to that calorie deficit. Mm -hmm. So maintenance for a month and then calculate. We're saying, again, like, like last episode, two to 500 calorie deficit, probably more closer to that 500 calorie deficit, especially if you've already lost 10 and you still got more to go. You probably want to um, probably keep it closer to 500. Um, and that will set you straight with the tracking. So we already talked last episode on why you should track. Um, and now you should be pretty familiar on how to do it. We, we still want you to kind of continue with that, at least for a bit. Yes. Um, maybe until you hit that new goal, you know. Um, it doesn't have to be the rest of your life. But until you hit that new goal, maybe it's another 15, maybe it's 15 pounds. Yes. So I would keep tracking until you hit that 15 pounds. And then I would say... Again, someone like repeat, find your new maintenance. Mm -hmm. Let's say you get to this point in time, you get to your goal way, you look at your three, four paths again. I would, what do I want to do? Maybe it is maintained. I hit my goal weight and I want to stay at this weight. Right, right now you've lost 25 pounds. Mm -hmm. So you want to maintain. Find your new maintenance. I would say still track for a little bit so you know what it is. And then you can slowly stop tracking. Yeah, you can. You kind of got a. Uh, you're in more intuitive at this. You point. can be more intuitive at this. Point. I would still maybe weigh yourself just to make sure you're not it's not creeping up again. But we'll get into the accountability here in a sec. All right, All right. You know, you're getting ahead of you're getting ahead of yourself. I'm sorry, sorry, Father Hannibal. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. Um, but then you are intuitive now. You now understand. And one caveat that I would add is, in the future, whenever you are eating a new food that you've never had before. Maybe look it up. Yeah. Why? It's going to go into your knowledge base. Right. Like, okay. Now, now when I eat this food again, I kind of know Yeah. it's at X calories. Maybe broccoli right. is a new food for you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Broccoli? Never heard of her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's well, the next thing after they find their new maintenance and set their new calorie deficit? Here's just a perspective that I want you guys to have, especially if you have more than 20, more than, honestly, if it's more than uh, 30 pounds. 
potentially even 100 if you have 100. This is something that I want you to keep in mind. When it comes to time, when it comes to this day-to-day -day work that you're putting in, we said this before in the past. You didn't gain on this weight overnight. You know, you, know, you didn't wake up and gain 100 pounds. So it's going to take a long time for you to lose it. Sally, we're just giving you the truth. It's going to take a while. And that while might be several years. So that's why one, we said document your, your starting point. So you can reference back to that. And I want you to take a moment and look back and see where you started. But then also zoom out a little bit more. There's going to be days where you feel like you're not progressing. Maybe, man, you're not losing weight. Okay, one, you have those documentations where you can kind of see, okay, well, I don't want to get ahead of myself. We'll get into the non-skill victories here in a second. But zoom out and think five, five years, three years, ten years. Big picture. We kind of talked about this in our three-year rule. We're going to do a little rebranding later. But what essentially what we want to say is you want to zoom out and look. And if you pay attention and if you keep doing the work, obviously you have to keep, you have to keep doing the work, you were able to, you're going to be able to look back and say, I was trending upwards. It didn't feel that way during the moment in time. But if you keep doing the work and keep at it over a long period of time, you can say, oh, wow, I was actually progressing. You know, maybe maybe you, five days you're doing great, and then two days you don't do great. But that's still five, and two days are bad. So that's still more positive progress. And you zoom yeah. out, and you say, wow, I've actually come a long way. Wow, I've actually have been putting in this work. It may not feel like it. So. Yeah, no, I think that's really important. Um, so that three-year rule, I think that Anvil was saying was really good. So there's the story, okay? Oh, yes. Um, now, this was, I, I learned this from a Messianic Jew. Um, so I'm not sure, I believe this is correct. There's this tree, it's called the Tamarisk tree, and it's mm -hmm. over in the Middle East, probably around Jerusalem or where Israel is. And with this particular tree, it takes many years for it to bloom. Wait, what was it, 80 years? Yeah, I think it was like 50, <coughs> 50 to 80 years. 50 years, long time. Long time. And so what happens is when a one of the, like the fathers of the family would plant this tree, is you would know that he's not planting it for himself mm -hmm. in a way, or maybe even, you know, his it, he's not planting it for himself or his family immediately. But what's going to happen is it's going to blossom 50, 80 years from now. And the family will reap the benefits of him planting this tree. And he will too at a time if he's still alive, depending mm -hmm. on how old he is. Um, but that is kind of the mindset we're talking about here is, yes, you might lose a little bit of weight at first, but then if you rebound, what's the point? But if you're thinking long-term, 50 years from now, like how much is that going to impact like your kids? Like you still being able to mm -hmm. do things with them. And still being able to get on the floor and, you know, you're not having, not taking a bunch of different medications and oh, I can't do this with you guys because of this or all this kind of stuff. So even thinking long-term many, many years, like planting a tamarisk tree mm -hmm. might be, you know, the mindset we need to have here. So that's what we're talking yeah. about time horizon. Anyway. No, no, that I am so glad. You, and that's what we're, we're getting at. We call it three years. We're, we'll rebrand it later, but essentially maybe 50 years is too long for you. It's like, yeah, guys, that, that, I, can't, that was, I, I can't think that big yet. Start with three years. Yeah, that was an extreme example. No, but I think that is a good mindset to, to have and eventually get there. And for some people, that's 
untangible. So maybe start with three years. Think three years. Three years from now, you can look back and say, wow, I've actually made progress. I've been changing mm-hmm. my life. I'm potentially even changing my family's life. That's so true. While remaining in the moment, you know, like we always say uh, one day at a time while also remembering, you know, the snowball effect, preventing the snowball effect, that two-day rule. So trying not to not hit your goal for more mm-hmm. than two days. So yeah. all these things tie in together. Right. And then along with the beyond the first 10 pounds, you need to continue with those healthy lifestyle habits that we talked about, like the sleep, maybe it was the 10,000 steps, uh, you know, self-care, whatever that was, that is not really workout slash nutrition, you know, um, habit. We need to continue with those. <coughs> oh, and then, absolutely. And Annabelle has this really good, um, quote thing. I don't know what you want to call outline about making a habit. Yes. That we, we found from, um, he's an online fitness coach. Dango. That's a cool name. That can't be real. <laughs> Dango. I don't, know, I don't know if it's his real name or not. I'm probably it's Dango. Anyways, when it comes to like habits, he, he said it takes three weeks to start a habit. Okay. About 66 days to, to find a groove. Six months to lock it down, one year to make it automatic, two plus years to make it a part of your identity. So these are your milestones when setting a new habit. And guess what? Like we said, it takes time. It takes time. So maybe set your set set your horizon for three years right now. Yeah. Okay. And then look at this. Okay, three weeks, sixty six days, six months, one year, two plus years. Yeah. I, and again, with uh, there's a lot of debate on habits and stuff like that. Yeah, and, how to create it. But I really like the at least the generality, at least putting a number to it, because um, I think a lot of times we need to speak in terms of general, uh, like not being specific but being more general, because people are very people vary, and everyone is an mm-hmm. individual and are, is individualized. So the, I think these are really good like milestones to think about. So right now you're probably and getting closer to that 66 days maybe. At this point, because we've already been doing this for about two months of the first weight loss, a month of being in maintenance or setting a new caloric uh, caloric goal. So maybe we're starting to get into that groove, um, but keep it up until we until we lock it down and oh. make it make it part of um, kind of our daily routine. And then it's going to become automatic after that. Oh, you know what I just thought about? What? What do you want your identity to be? Yeah. And then do those things. You, you, your identity, you want your identity to be the person that never misses the workout. The person that's always filling the blank. Person that grinds. And make it your, your identity. The person that doesn't eat cake when someone brings cake to the office. Yeah. Again, think this about takes it. time. Think about it. Think uh, about it. And it's not, you know, it's whatever you want your identity and your habits to be. And it mm-hmm. can be different for everybody. And it should be different for everybody. It should. Um, I like this next one. You tell us, tell them the next one, Annabelle. The next one. Okay. It's a long journey, guys. And we've talked about it already. There's going to be times where you get discouraged. Yes, you might have your progress picture, your weight, your initial weight on the scale, your measurements, but that might not be enough. And you may be stagnant in your journey. So here are some, some other things because we're, we're focused on weight loss, guys. These are some some non-skill victories. What's a non-skill victory? This is something that goes beyond just a number on literally the scale. (laughs) Yeah. 
you have more energy. Yeah. So energy levels isn't on the scale, but it's how you feel. Do my clothes fit me better? Can I play with my kids and not get tired? Can I bend over and not feel any back pain? My sleeping better. Well, all yeah. of these things are not scale related in terms of weight loss, but they are victories that should be celebrated and can keep you going. Is my mood better because I'm lifting and eating and I'm eating healthier? Oh, is that all the, these are things are going to happen, but we can't overlook. And then they're, they're intangible things that when you're starting off, you can't, you don't think about this. You're so focused on a number, but they should not be taken for granted. Yes. Um, so another thing is beyond the 10 pounds, and this is way, way beyond, this is maybe a little bit out of order too, um, is once you get to that, um, where you want to be that desired weight, then you might need to estimate calories when necessary. Annabelle's already kind of talked about this, but if you're getting dining out, uh, eating some sort of new food, you might need to new, new portion size. You might need to pull out the calorie calculating again and, and continue with that. But th- that is once you get mm-hmm. to a desired weight and, and you, and you are starting to incorporate some new foods or eating out and stuff like that. But that's way down the line. Yeah. <clears throat> Another good thing that we need to continue is that drinking plenty of water. Um, not only will that reduce unnecessary snacking, but it promotes our metabolism, keeps us a little bit more full. Am I, was I hungry or was I actually just thirsty? So drink mm. some water first. And again, that is kind of still a, one of the lifestyle healthy habits that we want. And, but even if that wasn't one of your lifestyle healthy habits that you were changing, I think that staying hydrated is going to help you beyond the 10 pounds. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Um, we want, we don't want to throw everything out the window just because you lost the first 10 pounds. Oh my gosh. You got to continue with that exercise, whatever it was. Um, you get, you can't, you can't throw it out the window people. Yeah. We can't stop doing this and they got you where you are. That's so true. <laughs> and again, we're going to make that plug three, two, one principle. We like the fact that you have resistance training three times a week, at least, Mm-hmm. Um, that's what's going to build the muscle. Cardio is going to help with the heart, going to help with burning some more calories. One gram of protein is going to help keep us full, help us preserve muscle or build muscle. So we can't throw out a regular exercise just because you lost the first 10. You need it to continue beyond the first 10. Um, and Annabelle's already kind of touched on this one too, is you got to keep, uh, keep with these realistic goals. So let's just say it was 15 pounds. I think 15 pounds or, or another 10 is a realistic expectation uh, after you lose the first 10. And then after that, you set a new goal. I wouldn't just shoot for 50. You know, they need to be tangible, realistic goals that you set after you lose the first mm-hmm. 10. And then also having, like, like we, we already mentioned it, but having some maintenance time in between where you're giving yourself a break from, from trying to lose weight. Yes. And we've talked about it in other episodes about, Setting realistic long-term expectations. Like, for instance, you won't, most of us will not have the physique of a bodybuilder. Maybe if you got really good genetics. But I say that because I don't want you to get discouraged at the end of your journey and you you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, huh. I don't look like that guy on Instagram. You know, I really, yeah, like I thought I was going to look like that. But look at where you started. But look at where you started. Don't comparison is the thief of joy. Don't compare yourselves. Compare yourself to yourself. D- yes, am I better than I was? Yes. Mm-hmm. Better than I was yesterday. And be proud of yourself. Yes. Um, <coughs> so a lot of what we've been talking about is just helping you be on the ten pounds, 
for more of a long-term success overall. And one of the things that we've mentioned Peter Otia's framework and, you know, the how to eat, when to eat, and what's the last one? It's how much to eat, when to eat, and what to eat. What to eat, yes. That's it. So there's all that, right? At the end of the day, you need to make it your own by com- still adhering to trying to eat clean foods 80% of the time, 20% of the time. But that might look a little bit different. Maybe you do intermittent fasting with a little bit of, uh, I don't know, I think we talked about paleo, but the, but you also add this to it, et cetera, et cetera. What you want to make whatever thing that you have been doing your own. Don't limit yourself to what they have. Yeah. Maybe you are a person and you need you need that structure. You need to be told exactly what to do. And I need to do keto. But for a lot of people, you need to kind of create it your own, like Annabelle's saying. Yeah. Maybe you're a vegan that likes chicken. I don't know. That's, that's Whoa, oh, slow down. Easy, slow down. Easy. easy. But that's a, that's a true thing. Just be, You might not like something in that set diet that is putting on you. So critique it. Yeah, maybe you didn't like it. it. Make it a keto plus insert. Yeah. Um, and I say that because it's, we're talking about long term here. Find one of those three. Find whatever you did. Maybe you didn't like this part. Change it up a little bit. Make it your own. And with that, I really think for long-term success, you need to have about... Most of us eat the same thing every month, mm-hmm. I would say, to an extent. Oh, yeah. Whether you're you're dieting... Well, I don't want to say diet. Whether you're trying to lose weight, gain weight, or just never counting calories before. Most of us eat about the same thing every single month. Well... Now let's try to make five, maybe seven um, staple meals. They are your go-to meals. They are a healthier version of what you're eating now. And that's kind of what we're talking about, making it your own. It's maybe you like, um, I don't know. Eggs. Eggs. But you've been eating cereal for breakfast. Yes. And like things like that. You're making something your own. Maybe you have uh, making it. Can think of something unhealthy in that pasta, making a healthier pasta, or maybe you do like pasta, but finding something and making it your own, a little bit healthier, something that you know I could do this for the rest of my life. Yeah, like I, I could eat this once a week. Yeah, you know, or I could eat the same breakfast every day. I think Animal makes a really good point: is while you're creating this way of eating, you're also creating some meal templates. Mm-hmm. You're, these go-to meals that you can always call back on. You already know the calories. You already know the macros. You already know that it's healthy. Let me get start getting those into my diet that I'm just I just like it and it's going to be on a regular basis. Yes, you enjoy it. Yes, and that's going to help. Another thing that I feel like we should should have uh, numbered these because we got a lot of them. But another thing that can really help is we need some sort of way to keep yourself accountable. Long term, long term needed because uh, we already said that tracking will keep you accountable in the short term. Mm-hmm. But there's other things that we need to do to keep us accountable. Yeah, let's say you let's say. You get on the line, and you no longer have that. And that's kind of where we're getting. I'm like, what would I do? How do I keep myself accountable? Maybe you need an accountability partner. Maybe you have a friend, whether they live in the area or not, that you know is going to text you every couple days or every week and said, hey, did you get your workouts in? A hey. gym bro. Yeah, it's a gym bro. Or maybe you, you have a workout partner. Maybe mm-hmm. you have to meet this person, and this person is going to ask you about your protein intake and is going to ask you, you know, hey, I saw that you ate at this restaurant four times last week. You told me you're only going to eat there once. Maybe it's progress po- uh, pictures. Maybe mm-hmm. you continue on with those so you can kind of keep some sort of way. It's a, or maybe, I don't want to, I'll say it. 
but I do know a lot of people have bitches with it. Is maybe you continue weighing yourself regularly. Mm-hmm. That might be your thing to keep yourself accountable. It may not be for everybody. You have to find something for yourself. For some, I'll bring in some David Goggins, the modern day. <laughs> I don't know. You can say prophet. I was gonna say prophet. That doesn't fit. I, philosopher. There we go. Modern day philosopher. <laughs> <laughs> he has this thing called the accountability mirror, where once a day he looks himself in the eye and he just checks in with himself. Maybe that's what you do. Something that you know that's going to work for yourself that says, okay, this keeps me accountable long-term. And maybe you need a coach, a.k.a. The heroes. Let the hero journey know. We'll, we'll coach you up real good. But, yeah, maybe you do need a coach that's going to keep you accountable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so some sort of um, – Or community. Yeah, some sort of way to keep yourself accountable. CrossFit, I know you're in a community with that. Yeah. So, you know, people know when you miss workouts and all that kind of stuff. So some sort of way. Lastly – we say this almost every time. It's the it's the key. <laughs> the king is consistency. It's like cringe. Cringe. Oh my gosh. How many times are gonna say being consistent? But beyond the first ten, you gotta keep consistency going. You gotta be patient. It's a gradual process. Stay committed. Mm-hmm. Stay stay consistent. Keep those healthy habits. Takes time. Good. <laughs> it's funny, but it's so true. Yeah. So in conclusion, after the first 10 pounds, it can take a variety of different shapes and ways that you can go. Um, for continued weight loss, you are going to need to start to see some of these habits turn into what did uh, go say into a groove, kind of make it more locked down. Like these, these are things that are going to, you're going to need to incorporate in, but they will start to become part of your life where it doesn't feel like you're adding something to your plate because it already becomes a part of you. It's no longer a part of, it's no longer on the plate. It's part of you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like second nature. It's, yes. This is, I am this person. Yeah. I know I, I wake up and I drink uh, a cup of water. I don't know, whatever. At first it was like, I had to consistently think about it, but now it's just a part of what I do. Part of my routine, part of my habit. Part so of I think my whatever routine you have now, like let's say you drink coffee every morning. You don't have to think about it. It's automatic. Yeah. Like you wake up because that's you're reaching for that cup of coffee. All right. So confession. I was so I was so out of it this couple days ago. No, it was yesterday. I woke up and, you know, fed the dog, fed the cat, let the dog out. I usually make the coffee. Then I'll go get ready for work. And I go back into the kitchen before like I was gonna eat breakfast and get my coffee and head out. And I look and I forgot to put the dad gum pot under the drip coffee. And it had like 30 ounces of coffee all over the <laughs> counter and floor. And I'm like, ah, that's how today's going to go. I was, I was in shock. I was like, I've never forgot to do that. What, what am I doing? I broke my habit, guys. <laughs> it wasn't your identity anymore. <laughs> I know. I questioned everything. <laughs> what is life? <laughs> but seriously. That's funny. Okay. Call to action here. We want you to find some way to keep yourself accountable. A coach a mirror, accountability partner, some way for you to continue beyond the 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. You got to keep yourself community, account- community. Mm-hmm. You got to keep yourself accountable. And then the second thing, Annabelle is you need to create your way of eating, mm-hmm. whatever that looks like and have your, your, it's, your, uh, your meal plans. Yeah. It's gotta be custom to you. Like the day that like dawned on me that it was like, Oh wait, I don't have to eat how Arnold Schwarzenegger eats. I need to eat how Cam Hogue eats. 
You know, you know, I don't need to have his workout. I need to do what's best for me. Mm-hmm. Like the he already has. Big give me bi- the cam hug special. Yeah. Like extra sauce. <laughs> right. Like maybe my lagging body part is biceps. I need mm-hmm. to train those more than Arnold. Arnold said he needed to train his calves more. And well, you don't need to train your calves. Your calves are huge. <laughs> so just stuff like that. Once you yeah. find that it is custom to you, it's going to work the best and it doesn't need to be someone else. Someone else's. It needs to be yours. It's going to last forever. Ever. Forever. What was that? I don't know. Was that SpongeBob? Oh, maybe. Was it? I, don't I know. thought you were singing a song. No, I can't sing. He cannot. I can attest. <laughs> I can sing. It's just not good. Oh, that's true. Well, you got anything else, Annabel? I think that's all I have, Doc. All right, guys. Just remember, you're human. We shouldn't seek perfection, but daily improvement. All right, guys. See ya. See ya.